Hey folks, Brendan here from Blue Light, and welcome to another Blue Light podcast stroke YouTube video, or you might be watching this on Facebook. Whether you're watching it or listening to it, you're very welcome. And if this is the first time you've come across one of the Blue Light videos or podcasts, then welcome. I've been doing this now for 26 years. I've been helping to support people in promotion boards, in specialist interviews in the police sector. And for the past 10 years, I've helped well over 13,000 people succeed in the police recruitment process. So there's not much I don't know about specialist interviews, promotion boards, and especially recruitment, which is what we're going to talk about today. Because I've been helping more than several people to succeed in the Cheshire Constabulary interview process over the past several months. And one of the things I've noticed, and this is a bit of a trend for a lot of forces, is that in their final interview, they change the questions on a regular basis so that you've not got the same questions being asked over and over again, where people start working out what they are and they start getting prepared for them and they start rehearsing them. And as one of my clients said, who'd failed his final interview uh, just a few months ago, um, he actually failed because he was rehearsed, so rehearsed, that he just didn't have any character whatsoever. And they asked him that. They, t they asked him, you know, how many times have you rehearsed these questions and these answers? And he said, loads. And he said, yeah, we could tell. And uh, that's one of the reasons why you failed, because you didn't even answer the questions. <laughs> For some of the questions we asked you, you gave us the answer you were hoping to the question you were hoping you were going to get. So we need to avoid that, folks. We need to prepare for a range of different questions. And why do I think the questions um, change on a regular basis? Well, I'm about to read off for you a series of questions which have cropped up in the Cheshire Constabulary interview and have recently cropped up in the Cheshire Constabulary interview. You're not going to get asked all of these. It's because they've been changing them around a little bit, uh, swapping and changing. And I, like I said, I'm sure a lot of forces... Well, I'm not sure. I know a lot of forces do this. So we need to be prepared for everything. And I think if you're prepared for these questions, you're going to be well set up to deal with a, a variety of different questions that you could get asked. Because these are quite tough ones, some of these. Um, as one of my clients uh, said... He described them as real curveballs, real curveballs. So let's go. Let's uh, share some of these questions with you. And I might make a few comments along the way as to how to best approach the answers. If you really want to succeed and guarantee that you succeed in answering the sort of questions you're going to get in the police recruitment process in the final interview, and also how to prepare as well, because you've got to develop your evidence. You've got to develop your behaviors in the right direction so that you can actually answer these questions. You can't just materialize evidence of your past behavior from thin air and you certainly can't lie you can't make it up um no definitely not and i know there's books out there that give you sample answers just put them away because i used to do the interviewing i'd spot it a mile off i'd spot someone who pre-prepared questions a mile off uh, sorry answers a mile off and I'd also spot people who might have been economical with the truth or were just telling damn right lies so here we go. Here's some good questions for you. Prepare for these and you'll be ready for anything. Uh, certainly ready for the Cheshire interview. So there's quite a few questions and forces are starting to ask these more and more, I think, about how would you go about doing something? 
These are often called forward-facing questions. And uh, there's a structure which I really like, which uh, a lot of my clients have been using over the years, which has worked very, very well. And by the way, you can find out more about all of those client services below in the links, uh, whether you're a serving police officer getting ready for a promotion or you go in the recruitment process. There's some links to all the services I provide below. Uh, for those of you who are in the recruitment process, I actually guarantee that you'll pass. If you do the hard work I show you and you still fail, then we'll part as friends and I'll give you a full refund. How cool is that? <laughs> oh, how confident am I? <laughs> anyway, here we go. So tell me how in the future you will work with other agencies in order to resolve complex problems in your community. Sounds interesting, isn't it? How in the future will you go about working with other agencies to resolve complex problems in your community? And this is where I talk on my courses about uh, utilising the concept of working groups and also long-term problem-solving principles and something called the emotional bank account, which you've probably heard me talk about on previous webinars and videos. Uh, tell me how in the future you will ensure that you look after your mental health and well-being. How will you develop yourself as a police constable? On top of that, you could also have a question, which is how will you? How do you intend to manage the demands of the police constable degree apprenticeship, the actual role itself, and your personal life? Another question here around diversity, equality, and inclusion. So why is it important to work with underrepresented groups in your community? How will you manage change in communities? What that's referring to is the changing nature of communities. And why is it important to gain the support of communities? So there's a lot there around community engagement, around working with partner agencies, and around working with and alongside um, citizens in communities and this is my bag this so it's something that I'm really really familiar with um, I was a neighborhood inspector for eight years and I've gone on from there to do a lot of work with the European Union around community engagement and problem solving uh, spoken at conferences work with police forces and councils so this is my thing so when we focus on these sort of answers in my webinars these are the group webinars or in one-to-one -one coaching sessions then you know you're going to get the very very best advice Actually, in respect of that uh, question, why is it important to work with underrepresented groups? Um, my client recently, who went for a uh, interview with Cheshire, uh, said he utilised the working group concept, and that worked really, really well. They seemed to really like it. So then moving into the sort of questions which ask you, tell me about a time when. So we've got, tell me about a time when you've worked with others to solve a problem. That's a common question that often crops up. Uh, tell me about a time when you've received feedback, critical feedback from someone. How did you manage that and what did you do with it? Tell me about a time when you've changed the style of your communication to meet the needs of others. And that's a favourite of the police, that question. Um, tell me about a time when you've had to work under pressure and had to plan and prioritise your time um, in a situation where you were under pressure. Uh, tell me about a time when you've had to manage a stressful situation. Tell me about a time when someone has provoked you. And tell me about a time when you've had to analyse a range of information from a range of different sources in order to make a difficult decision. So there you go, folks. Um, there's my latest intelligence on Cheshire.
just watch what happens. Someone from Cheshire will hear this or watch it and just go, oh, really? I'm changing all the questions tomorrow. Um, but they might do that anyway, because like I said, that's what forces do. We need to be ready for a range of different styles of interviews. So all it could take is for a chief inspector or head of HR to just waltz in tomorrow and go, do you know those questions we've been asking? I'm not too keen on them anymore. Should we change them? Could you provide me with a series of questions that are more values-based than the sort of questions we have been asking, such as, tell me about a time when I want to know about their values, what motivates them, what makes them tick. So design some new questions, please, and we'll call it a values-based conversation. That's what Sussex are doing at the moment, a values-based conversation. It's an interview. It doesn't matter whether you call it a values-based conversation or not. It's still an interview. It's just going to focus on values. Anyway, values, I talk about those in other webinars, sorry, other uh, podcasts and videos. And certainly, I definitely talk about them in my webinars and we practice them as well. That's what the webinars are there for. You get the online course that provides you with knowledge and understanding, and then you get the webinars that overlay on top of that, where you actually get to put it all into practice. Practice with me. I've got to say, you know, if you can find anyone better to practice with, actually, there's one or two people I know who are awesome. Um, Watch them carefully. They might be also involved in Blue Light in the near future. But I've been doing this now for 26 years. There's not many people around that have got that kind of experience, that niche experience in the police sector. So... If you do come across anything unusual or different, please do let me know because I'd love to explore it and find out why that force is doing that kind of interview, learn more about it, and then pass on that learning to you. All right. End of podcast. End of video. I hope you've enjoyed it. Like I said, check the links below for more information about how to join the Facebook groups. These are Facebook groups that are for serving officers, uh, where there's over 4,000 members, and we started it last year, so that's pretty good going. And there's also a group for potential recruits, which has got almost 20,000 members. Oh my goodness, I can't even keep up with the posts on that. What an awesome group. We've got some great moderators who help keep everything in line, and actually everyone's sort of self-policing it. It's a really, really good group, very, very supportive. So if you're not a member, check the links below, ask to join. And you'll find the links also to all my different courses, the one-to-ones, the webinars, the online courses, everything you need to take you from, I think I'd like to be a police officer, all the way to promotion one day to superintendent. I'll catch up with you soon, folks. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.